Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Hot Springs Studio, Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Agri and DJ Williams on the Buzz Radio Network. All right, let's dive in. Busy Thursday. Welcome to the Zone. Justin Agri, DJ Williams, and the Wizard, Christian Weaver. Thanks for being with us today. We've got a number of guests coming up. Gentlemen, good morning. How are we doing today? Uh, good morning. Uh, just trying to get everything back on track. You know, this morning, uh, newsroom, obviously the big talker is about that cyber stuff that's going on right now. Uh, just trying to get that figured out for all AT&T subscribers, what's going on with their uh, cell phone service. Uh, I'm assuming you had issues today? I had none. None? I'm in Kentucky, and yeah, I didn't have any issues here. So Surprising. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't had service all day. So. Yeah. Uh, are you sure, Justin? You probably hooked up to Wi-Fi. Have you tried actually calling someone? DJ, give me a little bit of credit. Does it say SOS? Yeah, does it say SOS at the top of your phone? Do you have AT and T? Yeah, I do. I have AT and T, and we're working fine. It's supposed to be nationwide, or I think I guess it affects everybody. Uh, your mother's not having issues. I saw on social media, Christian. As a matter <laughs> oh, okay. of fact, oh, so not everybody's having a problem. Let's see, you calling, calling my mom? mom? What's going on, Justin? Yeah. So I guess you. No, I'm talking about uh, Christian's mom. She tweeted uh, or put a Facebook post up. So it's, uh, <coughs> no, Wi-Fi is the cool thing. We're there. just talking about phone calls. So hey, lucky yeah. you're the one out of. No, I no, would no. say are, it's not true. There are lots of people that are not having problems. I don't know where the pockets are that it's not an issue, but uh, there are pockets where it's not an issue. Coming from Arkansas, what's going on, man? What you got? What's going on for today? Were you in Louisville yet? I'm in Louisville, and no. yeah, I got uh, Central Arkansas's last little road trip here before the end of the season. Hopefully, some conference uh, tournament games as well, depending on how the last few play out here. Playing over at Bellarmine tonight. Did you even know that was a school before this year, DJ? Never heard of it. Bellarmine. There you go. Bellarmine, it's a small school in Louisville. Are they they play at Freedom Hall, which has a lot of history. Are this they better or really. worse than Louisville? Um, <laughs> they are worse. They actually lost to Louisville earlier this oh. year. They are not good, but they are good enough, if that makes any sense. I would cons- I would compare that league, or the Ace uh, the Ace on probably to some other leagues where just about any given night, just about anybody could get you. I mean, you look at Missouri. I mean, Joe Klein, I were talking about Missouri today. Missouri's bringing up the rear in the SEC, but... They've been real close. I mean, they gave Ole Miss all they wanted. They only lost by a couple points over the weekend. They gave Tennessee a tough game this last week. I mean, so, I don't know. That's just the way it is. Uh, I think it's, they're like a three-point favorite at home. So, I mean, certainly people feel like they got a shot to win tonight. Um, anyway, we're going to be talking about Razorback basketball with Devo coming up a little bit. we just got a few appearances left with him, and I'm thrilled to have him back for the last few weeks. We've had him for so many you know years now. It is uh, hard to believe it's all winding down, and so we will talk to him, I guess, at the end of the regular season. That'll be that. So I um, hate to say it, Arkansas is not going to the NCAA tournament, and if they go to the NIT, we're not likely to continue. And I'm not sure what his plans will be. We no, 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 no. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Still right, if they win the tournament, they're in, right? No, no, that's true. Big if. Yeah? But, yeah. I, I was trying to do a little research talking about teams that just did horrible. Uh, I believe 2008, Georgia, uh, last in the conference. Am I making this up? I was trying it to do some digging. Familiar. Yeah, that, that I think the year they, they were, beat Arkansas that? when they played two games back to back. Yeah, they were last in the conference and ended up winning the SEC tournament, making it to the tournament as a 14 seed, I believe. I believe that was the yeah. tornado year, DJ. Yeah, it was tornado. And they played two yeah. games on the same day. They wow. beat Arkansas in the championship game. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> well, I'm just saying there's a chance. No, all right. <laughs> listen, there's no doubt about it. I mean, look, yeah. it's like uh, it's like uh, Jim Carrey's character in Dumb and Dumber. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, it's more like one in a million. So you're saying there's a chance. Always yeah, a chance. Always a chance. But here's the thing. Like, the 2000 Razorback team that went through the tournament and won, they were showing signs of life. They also had Joe freaking Johnson and Brandon Dean and some dudes. Uh, not that this team doesn't have a few dudes. And Makai Mitchell's playing out of his freaking mind right now. But this team does not look like it has the moxie to make it yeah. through an SEC tournament run, especially considering they're probably going to be playing on day one, right? Yeah, I would assume so. Yeah. yeah Don't the sense. bad teams play early, too? Usually. Yeah, regardless of that, you got to play that extra day, Chris, and that's what stinks. And I have to look at the bracket again. But if you're in that last, that bottom part of the bracket, and I don't know if they can play their way out of there or not, but it's um, 
it makes it tough for sure. So, but yeah, you're right. It's not over yet. Maybe we'll talk to we'll talk to Tebo about that. I mean, really, if you're a senior, that's all you got left to play for, right? I mean, you got to hope to hope to win all all the days at the SEC tournament and sneak in. That would be a great story. Uh, do you think it's possible if they play? I would say up to their potential and maybe a little bit over. Do you think that's enough, even if you catch a team on a decent day like a Alabama? You know? No. No. You're not feeling it. Not to it. do it three days in a row, no. I don't think this team has enough to beat like an Auburn, Alabama, Tennessee back to back to back. Or even a I mean, let's just say you're playing Florida in the first round. You saw that game last night, and then you're playing, let's just say, oh. Auburn, and then you're playing Alabama. No, I don't I'm not sure we can beat Missouri, Georgia, uh, <laughs> Who is Kentucky? Uh, Mississippi State back to back to back. Yeah, I mean you got you got let, let, let's let's not. I'll tell you what. Let's see if they can beat Missouri this weekend and beat Vanderbilt next week, and then we'll start talking about maybe they're maybe they're trending in the right direction and they're on a little streak here, and we feel better about it. Or is Kentucky squeezed in between there? Uh, I think no, I believe it's Missouri two. Vandy. Yeah, and then Kentucky. Kentucky yeah, lost though, right? They got upset. Yep. By LSU. So did you watch that game last night? Uh, no, I'm just uh, the end was wild. I got here uh, into Kentucky just in time to get. I was starving, and I literally walked off a plane, raced to the next day gate, got on the next plane because we sat on the runway for 30 minutes last night. Had all kinds of travel issues last night. I'll go into that in a minute. Um, so we sat on the runway. I've never done that before. Got on the plane. We pulled out, and the, and the guy, the the it was funny because the pilot was flabbergasted. He's like, "I literally have never had this happen. I have no idea. There's no weather issues. I don't have any idea why. They just told us we have to sit here for 30 minutes. So we sat there for 30 minutes." Which was, it didn't work, it worked out okay, but I literally got off the plane, walked on the other plane, didn't get a chance to grab anything to eat. So, anyway, run to a restaurant when I got here to Louisville, it was like 10 o'clock. Not a good idea to do that anyway. But, um, trying to be better about that, DJ, but it's not, it's not helping me. So, I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm watching it and I'm surrounded by Kentucky fans, as mm. you would imagine, oh, even yeah. in Louisville, because they need something to cheer for and Louisville ain't it, as Christian pointed out earlier. And this one dude's like, just gonna stop, just gonna stop. And when they miss, and then they get the tip in, we've got the highlight. I mean, everybody just goes, no! It was so much. It was so joyous for me. Uh, even though it's LSU and I don't root for LSU, I, I don't really hate on their basketball program, only their football program. So it was so nice being surrounded by fans who were devastated. Um, I'm like, yeah, well, welcome to welcome to Arkansas's Dude, world. Uh, those Kentucky people take their stuff serious down there oh, when it comes buddy, to basketball. I, I went down there, Randall Cobb. Um, you know, yep. he's a Kentucky grad. And uh, yep. went down to the Kentucky Derby with him. So... You know, you go with somebody like Randall, he's royalty. Or at least I thought he was until we came around the basketball team. That was uh, Anthony Davis's year. Oh, yeah. yeah. It is insane. You know, we're, we're at the Derby. Everybody's wearing their suits and all this stuff. And, you know, I'm in a check. I'm, I'm trying to get a ticket, whatever, for a race. I'm standing next to Danny Glover. You got all these big-time wow. celebrities there. But when Anthony Davis walked in, it was like no one else mattered. It was insane. He had security around him. And you got to think, he's... At that point, what, 18? 18, yeah. 18 years old? Yeah, they, they don't play around with their basketball. I see why recruits want to go there when they see that every yeah. single time they step on campus. You 25,000 packed in a rub. I mean, it certainly does mm. help sell the program. Here's how it ended last night down in Baton Rouge, a heartbreak city for the Kentucky Wildcats. Low block on the far side of the court. Now he'll come get it. 15 seconds remaining. Being defended by Ward. Dillingham jumper. Got it! takes the lead. LSU has a timeout. They're not going to use it. Seven seconds to go. Here goes Wright with five. Wright with three. Driving. Has it blocked. Gets it back. The shot. Goal! Tyrell Ward puts it in on a broken play. And LSU wins it. 75-74. That was so fun. Heartbreak for Kentucky fans. Yeah. Paint the picture. Who's one person that stood out? Um, for what? When you were watching the game, uh, the fans that were just—you said you were around a lot of Kentucky fans, right? Oh, there's one dude going nuts. I don't get money on the game or not, but he's like, "Just get a stop!" Just get, and he's like, "No, no! How do you do that?" I mean, he was throwing the chair, his chair around. I thought they were going to throw him out. I was like, "Dude, calm down, bro." Definitely had money. It's a regular on the game, season right? game. Yeah, yeah, it's a road it. game. Relax. <laughs> anyway, um, then here's the problem I have with that game. So I, I, I get it. I mean, it's exciting, and you beat Kentucky, and it's always fun to beat Kentucky when you're an unranked team like LSU. But they stormed the court last night. Yeah, like they're 17th. No, it's, not no. like they're, it's not like they're top five or something. They're 17th. They're 17th in the country, and you storm the court? What are we doing? I mean, it's, it'd be different. Here's my thing. If Texas is 15th in football and Arkansas is unranked and they beat Texas, I get it. That's a team that you love to hate. That's a team that you love beating. It's a huge deal for you. 
But this game is not a rivalry. So I don't understand the thinking there. It's always, Kentucky's special. I get it. I mean, if you beat them, it's cool. But I thought it was really lame on LSU's part. Yeah. I got to think. Like I was like, Pete Maravich is rolling over in his grave right now going, we're, rolling, we're storming the court for this crap. <laughs> I just thought it was weak. Is there Were there any uh, games in Arkansas history that they stormed the court and you were kind of like, what are we doing? Um, in recent past? Think. I feel like we've stormed the court or we field a lot lately. I understood that one. Oh, I get it. That was so cool. And Didn't that guy we storm to... one this year that was pretty silly? Was it Purdue? Or Duke? I think it was Duke. Did we storm the court against Duke? I think we did. Mm, we did. It was fun beating Duke. A lot of excitement. I guess it was exciting. Was Duke ranked? What were they, top ten? Yeah, they're ranked. They were like eighth or something. Eight, okay. Yeah, hmm. it, was a good, it was a really good win. Okay. Um. So today we've got yeah Debo coming up at the bottom of the hour. We've also got Jackson Wells. He is going to be on at 1045. He had to move around a little bit this week, so appreciate him. Red White Report brought to you by Big O Tires. I'm just I'm counting Barrett Salee out. He's like I'm, I'm having AT&T issues, and he's like I've got this other thing I got. I was like you know what let's just let's just cancel it. By the way, Barrett's not with CBS Sports anymore. I don't know what exactly he's kind of he said I'm doing my own thing. That's what he told me. Freelance. What <laughs> what that means I don't know, but he's doing like a he's doing his own little podcast thing. I think is what it, it shouldn't say little. It sounds it sounds like he got into it with the manager thing. at CBS, and now he's doing his own thing. Yeah, I don't know about that. It's interesting. No. Um, I don't know how that all went down, but we'll ask him the next time he's on if he's ever on again in a couple of weeks. So, mm. Chris Alley's coming in from Rock and Roll Sushi. Apparently, he did not get into it with management. He will join us in a little bit with the Average Guy Movie Review. And I was talking to him last night on Facebook on the flight over here to uh, Louisville. I was watching on the plane, and it's about an hour and a half, and it was about an hour and a half flight, so it actually worked out great. The Greatest Night in Pop. Which, it may not resonate with you guys as much because you're a little bit younger. I definitely want to watch it. I've seen the preview. What's yeah, it but it's about the night they did um, the, 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 the fundraiser for Africa where they all they, they did the song, We Are the World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there was an award show in L.A., and so they kind of quickly threw this thing together. And Quincy Jones was sort of the spearhead, even though it was, um, you know, Jackson really... was the headliner, right? Well, Michael was working on the song along with Lionel Richie. They were the two. Yeah, but yes, Michael was the headliner. Michael was at the top of the world at that point, yep. and Prince was too. And they were just, you know, a stone's hair, a stone's throw rather, a stone's throw from uh, getting Prince to join the group too. But apparently, he just decided he didn't want to do it. You know, Prince is sort of a loner, and I don't know that that. I heard him and Michael had a little beef uh, back in yeah, the day. Yeah, there was yeah. like a, there was a. Uh, it was kind of like Mariah and uh, Whitney, right? I mean, it's not that there was straight-up beef, but it was like, you're the two biggest stars, so you're kind of competing for attention and, and notoriety oh, no, I, uh, and I, sales. I heard this story. Um, I believe Michael Jackson was on stage somewhere, and Prince was in the stands or watching. Yes. And Prince was high, high or drunk or yeah. something, and Michael knew and said, get on up here, pressured him, blah, blah, blah. got up on stage and just made a fool out of himself, you know, but... If I was Prince, I just wouldn't have got on stage, right? That's true. Yeah. If you're wreck, you probably should not be trying to perform. I don't know what the um, juxtaposition of that particular story and this event was. I don't know if it was before or after DJ, so that's the only thing. It didn't yeah. come up in this in the documentary, so I don't know if mm. those that was actually a factor. But it was more like, you know, he already had plans to go play at a, at a gig at a small venue after the American Music Awards. But it was incredible watching them in the room. You get a lot of backstory on how the song was written and how quickly it all came together and some of the challenges. But it is incredibly compelling. And, again, it's just wild seeing guys like, here's one. I, didn't, I forgot that Dan Aykroyd was there. Why in the world is Dan Aykroyd there? I don't know. Ghostbusters was a thing, I guess, <laughs> at that time. But he was the, the one that didn't fit exactly. Uh, but there's a lot of backstories on a lot of it. They got great interviews with a lot of the people that performed, and Lionel Richie was kind of the the main piece of it, and he was really really good in telling the story about it coming together. But it was good. There were some challenges. I mean, everybody's gonna have their opinion. You got a lot of creative minds in one room. It was late night. They went from like I don't know what time they got there, maybe eleven o'clock at night, and they went all the way through to the morning, to like six or seven in the morning. It was crazy. Um, but it's it's a good one for did sure. You, I definitely uh, encourage. Did you finish that other one you fell asleep on? Um, I did. I watched that first. Does how and. Strong finish. Uh, did you watch it? Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it. What's it called again? Lover Stalker Killer. You can't really Lover go Stalker. too far into it, or yeah. you kind of spoil it. Okay, bit. never mind. It's uh, um, I'll wait. It's really good. Interesting. Yeah. There, there's a twist I saw coming though, Christian. I got to say, like, yeah, I was we not did surprised. too. We saw it too. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't surprised that it was. It they kind of painted the... it in a way that, like, you knew it was coming. Like, the, yeah. By the way they said something. It it does show you though how. 
sick the human mind can be and how twisted someone can get. And it's crazy and it's scary. And if uh, you're in a stable relationship, it certainly makes you appreciate that. (laughs) Speaking of stable relationships, shout out uh, Ebony Mitchell and I. Uh, One year today we've been dating. Oh, my gosh. Congratulations. I'm fine. You know, one year today. amazing. Yeah, we uh, met up at a Starbucks in Fayetteville. It was after Georgia lost to Arkansas in Fayetteville. We were at that game and kind of holler at her, ask her if she wanted to go meet up with a little cup of coffee. We went, and uh, that kind of started everything. So I doubt she's listening right now, but if she is, happy one year, babe. Let me ask you this. Let's hear it. What's the longest relationship you've ever had? Oh, man. Three years? Um, That's really long. Yeah, it ended kind of bad, not going to lie. I won't get in there to it, but, you know, those things are uh, in the past, and they all worked out for a very good reason, you know? No doubt. Couldn't have told me that at the moment, though. <laughs> yeah, well, they're hard to get through. I've been there. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have anything quite that long before yeah. I got married, but no. it's uh, it can be tough. Yeah, it's tough. Chris, what was your longest before your wife? Like a year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Because I was... 19? Yeah, I was 19. So Yeah? I'd only had like a year. Did you have to call it off, or did she call it off? She. She did? Yeah. I, I don't. I'm you not broke up about it. Yeah, you weren't, you weren't too worried about it? No. no it all worked out. You didn't fight for it? Okay. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there before. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. mean, it's it's never fun in the best of situations. Yeah. Uh, Razorback women tonight at Texas A&M. It's a critical period of time for them as they try to work their way into the NCAA tournament. Sitting 18-9. and nine, Six and six in conference. Texas A&M's on the bubble right now. Seventeen and eight, five and seven in conference play. So they need this one bad. The game is on the SEC Network Plus. If you want to watch it on the stream. Also, Arkansas State's on television for the first time, long time tonight. If you want to catch them, that's the men and the Little Rock women are also on TV tonight. In case you're interested. Now again, you can watch all these games on stream, but to get a little national TV play is always nice for you know the the non. Power 5 programs. You got Troy at Arkansas State. That's an 8 o'clock start on ESPNU. And then Little Rocks at Southeast Missouri State at 4. So it's an early start. And then, just in case, for those of you who like watching her play, uh, Caitlin Clark and the Hawkeyes are on at 7 tonight at Indiana on Peacock. So for those of you who like hoops, those are your options tonight or some of them. It's um, uh, Arkansas State's first home game televised since 1997. That's wild. Good for them. I'm happy for them. Um, let's see here. Jackson just texted me. My phone is still not working. Can you guys call this number? Sure, we can. Christian, I will send that to you. Assuming you're, is your phone working, Christian? Uh, no. If I'm on Wi-Fi, it does, of course. Yeah. Are you on Wi-Fi? Yeah. Okay, I'm sending it to you right now. Uh, he'll be on a 10:45. So there you go. The so yesterday we talked about the new playoff, and so I read a little bit more into it, and I get it now. It's the top five conference champions. So it does allow for one of the Pac-12 schools to get in because they're playing as like a there are two teams in there I know, but and they're going to play a mountain a lot of Mountain West teams I guess to sort of get by. But if they I guess the top team in the Mount and the Pac-12 whatever's left over, if they're ranked high enough nationally, would have a chance. But what you also get potentially is a team out of you know maybe a Conference USA team goes undefeated like we were talking about with Coach Kelly. Maybe a Sun Belt team goes undefeated. Maybe they sneak their way up and they're the next highest ranked conference champion. They would be in as a five one of the five teams that automatically gets in and then take the next seven. I don't hate it. And, again, they changed it from six and six, which is what they were going to do when the Pac-12 was a full-fledged thing, which obviously it isn't now. So the other piece of the puzzle is then they threw a curveball out of the blue yesterday, and now they're talking about a 14-team playoff. Now, boys, I'll admit it. I'd only had one cup of coffee at this point when I was reading this, (laughs) and my mind is going, how do you do a 14-team playoff? How does that work? I literally was like, if you take – Carry the one, pull these out. Would these two teams get by? Four, four buys, six buys. How do we do this? What's happening? So then I was like, okay, I guess they just take the top two, and then you play the other 12. You end up with six, and then you get the two left. they got to buy, and you got eight teams, and then you go from there. I think that's how that would work. Not positive about that. So there would be a lot of value, obviously, in being one of the top two seeds in the country. I, my thing is, if you're going to do 14, just do 16. Just leave it at 12 for now. I'm fine with it. I think it's good the way it is. But if you want to go to it, do 16. Don't do 14. That's dumb. Um, no, I I would agree with that. Uh, just go. And it's fun. How do you think it will be broken down? Uh, each of those games will take the place of a bowl game? And you think those uh, ki- – or are you going to just leave the bowl games to people who don't get into this playoff? 
Kind of like what the they 14 do. Or the, yeah, or the, the current yeah, the, one. Yeah, probably the, each be a bowl current. game. It right? should be each bowl, and they get a prize for each of those. Like same old, same old, right? Yeah, you would think. And so we're just losing non-conference a prize? games, or not? A, well, you mean you know, like a, like a gift? Yeah, package? when you go yeah, to the, bell, the gift yeah. package when you go to the bowl games, you You're get all. You're such this. a former player. That's he's like. What do I do? I get a PlayStation? What did you he's get? Like, what did you get when you went to the That's a big deal. Well, forget playing for a national championship. He's like, I want my PlayStation. I want my gift card to Belk. Sugar Bowl. We had people come in and give us like it was when headphones were. Kind of in right Padre now. Uh, yeah, but they came in and custom fit them to our ears. Mm-hmm. So we ha- and then they had like our names and numbers in a little razorback on them on the earbud. Yeah. yeah, those were pretty cool. Uh, what else? They gave us money, uh, shopping spree stuff, uh, bags. Uh, no PlayStation. No play. Cotton Bowl usually gave some of the coolest gifts. I don't know what it is about the Cotton Bowl. So uh, Cotton Bowl rocks. Yeah, uh, it's I, the I, best I for the, the media too. You didn't go to the Cotton Bowl, did you? I went to the Cotton Bowl you? my freshman year when yeah. no one cared. I mean, I think oh, that DMAT, was in Missouri. Yeah, they set a, I think a school record or a Cotton Bowl record for rushing yards yeah, that, that game, and we thought, uh, who was that quarterback? Uh, Chase Daniel. Nobody Chase cares. Daniel. Yeah, I thought he was going to, uh, you know, light it up on the scoreboard, but no, they rushed. Still a backup. I think D Mac and Felix. Maybe played a series and then set out the rest of it. What was the running back's name from Missouri? God, I used to know this. The one that broke that record? Tony Temple. Yep. Tony, yep. Tony Temple. Tony Temple went for 250 or something crazy. That was It was a cold day. I had seats in the shade. Yeah. I think we left uh, late third quarter. It was horrible. And Petrino, that was the first time we ever saw Petrino. I remember being at the... He was uh, watching, right? What was it? Yeah, he didn't coach, but we were. he was in town. I don't remember what hotel we were broadcast from. It was a team hotel. It's a big one there. I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But I'm, I'm up there. We're do- It could have been, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hi, Richie. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. So we're doing the show from up on the second level, <laughs> and there are a ton of Razorback fans around. And up the up the escalator, DJ, like a king rising to his throne, here comes Petrino. The place just goes crazy. <laughs> what do you think? It was fantastic. What do you think Petrino was thinking? Uh, so that bowl practice, you know, Coach Nutt's gone by now. Reggie Heron took over. Oh, and yeah. uh, we're at practice. Depending on if we continue practice or not, it's midway through. Reggie Heron lets the offensive lineman and the defensive lineman have a uh, uh, trying to uh, catch punts, and if they catch enough, then he's going to end practice. And so you know you got our big guys out there falling all over the place trying to field these punts, and we actually did it. They caught two out of the five, so we ended practice. What do you think, Petrino was thinking <laughs> watching that stuff? This guy's an idiot. <laughs> I can't wait to take over. Oh, we're not going to play any defense when I get there, but we're going to score a lot of points. <laughs> and we did. Get Willie Robinson on the line. <laughs> I didn't oh, my long. God. Willie Robinson looked like uh, Teddy Roosevelt, and uh, he Did coached football like Teddy Roosevelt. Kind of a little Colonel Sanders in there, too. Yeah, see it. What was he like? Was he was he a good dude? I didn't see much of him. I think he was pretty cool. Uh, I think, yeah. yeah, I think he was cool. I think the players liked him a lot. I do. I will, I will tell you, that I ran into him one night. This was years ago. It was my, a friend's 40th birthday, and we had two couples out to dinner at Sonny Williams. And we, they, the coaches were in town for something, and they were in a back room. But Willie Robinson, we bumped into him when he was going to the restroom. And he stopped and took pictures. He was super cool. Yeah. But, man, I gave him so much hell on the air because that defense was not good. Yeah, we had to score 50 era. points to win by a touchdown. It was tough that year. <laughs> or a field goal. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, 10-29, get hit a break. Devo's coming up after the break. And as we head in, I want to tell you, tomorrow's going to be huge. DJ, the pig's going to be down in Oakland. We've got uh, some guests coming on. Nancy's going to be with you guys for sure. Jason Milligan, who's the vice president of racing, has done a phenomenal job. Phenomenal job. This Rebel Stakes group is spectacular. And so he'll be joining you guys, I think, off the top tomorrow. I'm trying to think who else is going to be. Oh, Zach's going to come by. We'll talk about some sports wagering opportunities and some different things going on there. But it'll be a great day at Oakland this weekend. Rebel Stakes is enormous, and it'll be a great weekend. Weather looks good, too, so it should be a ton of fun. So if you don't have plans, you need to get to Oakland. If you do have plans, you need to change them and go to Oakland. Saturday is going to be crazy. DJ's already bought tickets to Los Lobos. They're coming up on March 10th. He's a huge fan. Uh, got Mitchell Tenpenny April 6th. Then the next day, better than Ezra. That's the Eclipse weekend. It'll be insane there that weekend. Terry Fader, who is the winner of America's Got Talent. That's the ventriloquist guy, right? Somebody Friday, May 10th. Yep. Gary Allen's coming May 24th. Aaron Lewis, the American Patriots. Well, that's not for the fall. But tickets are all on sale for all those at Oakland.com. And you can get down there and watch some uh, hoops this weekend, too. Early start for the Hogs with an 11 o'clock tip this weekend. And... A big chance to win against Missouri. Maybe start a little winning streak. Who knows? We'll see. All right, we're back with Devo Davis on the other side. I'm sure he wants to start a winning streak.
1037 The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Crane Hyundai of Conway, Blackman Auctions, Bell Chevrolet, and Arkansas Scholarship Lottery. This is A night full of upsets in college basketball's top 25. Four ranked teams falling to unranked opponents on Wednesday night. First, it was number 12, Illinois, falling to Penn State, 90-89. to Then number 16, Dayton, took a tumble against George Mason, 71-67. Number 17, Kentucky, lost at the buzzer against unranked LSU. And then number 22, Colorado State, goes on the road and loses to New Mexico, 68-66. Three top 25 teams in action tonight. Purdue hosts Rutgers at 6 o'clock on FS1. Then at 10 o'clock on FS1, it's number 4 Arizona, hosting number 21 Washington State. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Hey, Razorback fans, it's Quinn Grovey. Check out the new location of Bell & Sword in Conway. Suits, shirts, vests, also polos with Arkansas logo gear from Johnny O and Peter Millar. A store within a store with Arkansas-made Martin Dingman shoes and leather goods. Fantastic service with a tailor-owned staff to fit you perfectly. Go to the new location, Bell & Sword, 1011 Oak Street, Conway, or on Facebook and Instagram. Are you ready for a better forklift experience? River Valley Tractor and Castle Forklift have teamed up to manage your material handling needs. From diesel, lithium, propane, and so much more, Castle's product line is versatile, ready for the next generation of consumers to make every job easier. Step into the future of forklift innovation. Choose Castle. Visit River Valley Tractor, your authorized Castle forklift dealers in Central Arkansas. Coach Matt Zimmerman joins Randy and Rick on Drive Time Sports each week to talk all things college hoops, courtesy of the DHR group of Sonic Drive-Ins. Do you need rainwater holt in Sexton? Anywhere in the state, dial 888-8888. It really is just that easy. If you've been injured and need help, it doesn't matter where in Arkansas you are. Just dial 888-8888. We'll come to you. I'm Mike Rainwater of Rainwater Holton Sexton. We have been thankfully serving our Kansans for years, and we appreciate the trust you've put in us. We work hard for you, Arkansas, each and every day. Anywhere in the state, dial 8. This is Pat Bradley, and you've heard it here on the buzz several times about the Casasa free checking account at Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union. Earn up to 6% on your checking account for doing the things you already do, like using your debit card and have direct deposit. Plus, you can use any ATM anywhere and have your ATM fees waived. So apply today for your Casasa checking account and earn up to 6% at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union, serving Celine, Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. For me, the sun rises and sets for the zone. Yeah. Yeah. We know how you feel. Don't worry. You're back in the zone with Justin Eckery and DJ Williams on the Buzz Radio Network. He may be having AT&T problems this morning like a lot of folks are. And if you are, too, I'm sorry to hear it. That stinks. There are some workarounds, apparently. You can always do uh, FaceTime, FaceTime audio. audio. FaceTime audio, Instagram call. You know, there's a lot of speculation going around. Uh, apparently, they're saying it's a solar flare that's causing this. Listen, what? we have issues with our satellite on occasion with that, DJ. What'd you say? We've had, we've had issues. Back in the day, we used to get a lot of stuff over the satellite, and we would have issues every once in a while with solar flares. Okay. It, I don't understand how anything works. Me neither. Anyway. I just, they say it, I'll say, okay, whatever. We'll wait till it gets back on. I think we got Devo now, huh? We sure do. Sitting there on the brand of moving and storage holiday, and let's talk to the man. Devo, what's up, buddy? How are you? Do we have him? We do. We did. Devo. You got us on mute, Devo. That mute button will get you. Mm-hmm. AT&T. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll These try These dadgum it. solar flares. I'm telling you. They're out there. Hello? Oh, there, there he is. is. Devo, you good? Yeah, hey. Yeah, I'm good. How you doing? How you guys doing? <laughs> We're good, going? buddy. I'm We're good. good. We're good. Sorry, I couldn't hear you there for a second. Uh, yeah, congrats. 
I know you like winning. Thank you. We've talked to you after a lot of wins yeah, over the yeah. years. How fun was that? <laughs> it was amazing. I mean, of course, Jimmy on the road, always doing it. So, um, blessed, and, and we had a good playing ride back. Everybody had an exciting trip. So, just getting ready for the next game now. Debo, I want to know what uh, what Makai Mitchell's been eating because I'm gonna give me some of that. That dude has been absolutely killing it lately. What's going on with him? Man, I'm trying to get some of the food he's eating too. <laughs> but uh, I, I wish I, I wish I knew. Uh, I need to ask him when practice today. But um, nah, he's been playing really, really good, um, and I'm excited for him. Um, and then, of course, his brother um, down there at Euler is playing really well as well. So. Um, it's just exciting seeing those guys. Um, yeah, I'm really close with both of them. Um, excel and, and and play their best games um, at this part of the season. It's, it's really amazing. And watching it and, and seeing their growth is uh, really good. Yeah, speaking of guys who may be eating the right thing pregame, uh, I don't know if the, somebody from the Aggies said something about Jermon Mark's mother or something, but that dude balled out in both games against the Aggies. Um, is there something about the way they play that that lends itself to his offensive game? I mean, he's had two he had two huge games against them. Yeah, I mean, it's probably the, 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 their schemes and then the way we're prepping as well for for those type of games. I mean, those type of games are always going to be um, scrappy. Um, I feel like the game kind of started out really slow at first, you know, and, and, and we all talked about it as a team, like their their team that. Starts all kind of slower, and as the game progresses, they, they get faster. And it's not a lot of changes in the SEC. And so, um, he's been playing really well. Uh, like you said, both games against the Aggies, he's played beyond belief, you know. And I mean, mm-hmm. I'm excited that we just won, and I know he's excited as well. You heard him on the uh, on his interview that he's yeah. excited that we won as a team, and everybody was excited to be able to um, enjoy this win together. Uh, I don't know Makai well, but he looks like a guy who uh, sort of is quiet, but, you know, the old old uh, walk, walk soft, carry a big stick. He seems like a, a guy who, uh, he obviously, he, he gets it done on the floor. Is he, is he a talkative guy away from, from the court? Uh, yeah, I mean, he, he, he talks. He talks. Um, he uh, is an amazing guy off the court. He's fun, exciting, fun to talk to. And, I mean, hopefully, I'll try to, I'll try to, See if we can make something happen. We could try to get him on here you know, for a little visit or something next time we get on here next week. So, uh, if, if y'all guys allow it, but I think yeah, no, I love that. I think yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. But he'll he'll love to do that, and you guys can get to know him a little bit better, and not just you guys, but everyone's listening as well. Because I mean, uh, speaking of um, some of the teammates, I also about to start um, a little podcast and things like that uh, with my best friend, and so. We're gonna get that going soon, and we're gonna have a lot of the team. We're gonna have a lot of the team on there, um, and it's gonna be really fun. It's gonna be exciting. We're gonna talk about a lot of different variety of things, and it's gonna be cool. But my YouTube is Devo for three. Um, so if you're listening, go subscribe. Go like some videos that's already on there. But uh, we got a lot of content coming up for sure, and Makai and. A lot of other guys gonna be on there. Um, a lot of other special visitor stuff. Now, Devo, I'll say uh, I love podcasts, and I, I love okay. the space and platform that it gives athletes to just be them. Maybe have those mm-hmm. conversations that you know you and your boys have anyway. Probably sitting mm-hmm. around the house talking about this and just cutting back, having a good time. Uh, so what? When it comes to that, uh, I want you to sell it for us a little bit more. What can we expect? Can we maybe expect some? raw, unfiltered things that maybe aren't necessarily discussed when you talk to media outlets like us or on TV? Is it going to be something where people really get a good look of what is really going on with the lives of these athletes? Yeah, for sure. It's going to be, yeah, basically like you said, um, um, unraw, um, raw, uncut, you know, um, just speaking our, our minds, speaking um the uh, the godly word. Um, we're gonna be talking about sports. I mean, not just specifically basketball. Um, and so, yeah, like you said, um, it just give us a platform to be able to do those things and speak on things that um, maybe we don't we don't get to speak on a lot, or a lot of people don't see um, the type of lifestyle we live. So, yeah, it's gonna be really, really fun, exciting. 
Sounds good. Talking to Debo Davis on the brand of moving and storage hotline. You said your buddy. Who is it? Somebody on the team or somebody that's not on the team that's going to help, help you do it? Thank you. Thank you. Who's who's doing the podcast with you? Oh me, uh, me is me. Uh, me and my my best friend um, Jabari. We're we're starting like we're doing it together. Um, but no, like a lot of visitors. Uh, visitors will be on the podcast. Um, we'll be okay. introducing a lot of different visitors. Yeah, so um, it's not just going to be the basketball. There's going to be a lot of different uh, people. So um, we, we we just now getting it started up. Uh, we haven't posted our first video, but it's coming soon, and we gotcha. have already made it. And and so yeah, it's going to be fun, exciting. Um, everybody should tune in. We'll check it out. Devo for three. Look out for it. I want to yeah, see Coach Muss on the show, and I want y'all to do some bench <laughs> pressing. Hey, hey we're going to be Coach Muss on there, too. We're going yeah. to try to do that one in his office. Yeah, and he better do it for free. He better not charge you no money for no appearance either. Yeah. No, nah, he uh, he shouldn't. He loved me enough. He, he ain't going to do me like that. <laughs> Hey, Devo, let me ask you about uh, Layden Blocker. He's been a guy that really, I mean, he kind of stands out, you know, even when he plays limited minutes. Mm-hmm. And he kind of reminds me a little bit, no disrespect, I hope, hope you take this in the right way. He's like a young Devo mm-hmm. to me. He's a dog on defense, <laughs> and he's a guy that can get streaky on offense. What do you, what do you think? You see mm-hmm. a little bit of Devo in, in a young Landon Blocker? Or Layden Blocker? you sound like my, oh, uh, yeah, for sure. You sound like my grandma. My grandma <laughs> called me the other day, right after the game, and she said the same exact thing. And I said, Granny, I said, I said, you you telling me that? I said, that's that's crazy because I've been teaching him and and I talk to him every single day and not just about basketball but about life and and I talk to him and I let him know like you're gonna be really good and after this basketball stuff you gonna understand like what it takes to be successful and I want him to be able to understand that. and it's uh, and, it, and it's crazy that you brought him up because I talked to him last night on the phone and we weren't even talking about basketball we were just talking about um a couple of the different things outside of basketball. And, and I was just basically letting them know, like, you're you're going to be a successful young man, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. he just sit there and listen. And that's what I love. And so, yeah, he's um, definitely going to be very special um, in so many different ways. He's talented, like you said, and he's able to be able to perform when he's in the game. And, and, and y'all see it. And that's all I'm glad. I'm glad for it because he's yeah. able to see it. Uh, I know he looks up looks up to you, obviously, and some of the other guys too. I've heard, I've heard you know Caleb talk to, about you as a leader. This seems like a particularly important spot for a guy in a leadership role. And DJ, I know you've been through this before too. You guys get a little bit of confidence. Played really one of your best games against A and M, one of your most complete games. And now mm-hmm. you play against a Missouri team that hasn't won in conference, and yet you look at the way they played the last couple of games, Devo, they're right there. Had a chance to beat Ole Miss, mm-hmm. gave Tennessee all they wanted this week. This, to me, is a, is a period of time where a leader really has to step up and go, guys, don't take these guys lightly. What do you, what do you see as a role for you this week, and how important is that to get that message across? You think that uh, you guys still need to play your best to beat a Missouri team that's got to be starving for a win? Yeah, uh, we talked about it. We talked about it yesterday at Sam, like, they played two really great games last week and still lost, you know? So it's kinda like it's kinda it's kinda crazy seeing that and um us watching us watching the film and things like that. But yeah, um we're definitely not taking this game for um, granted at all. We we know Missouri is a good team a good team, um, great coach over there. And then you got you got us, um, still hungry. We we, we, we desperate for some wins and so I think us coming into this game, we ain't looking at it as no different than and we're playing any other team in conference, um, even if they was number one in our conference, you know what I mean? And so I think being able to use that use this this last this last fast game for um, some momentum um is definitely um what we going what we're gonna do. And like you said, Missouri's been playing really good. They just haven't came out with any wins and so we wanna make sure we um execute um execute that game and be able to Come away with that and, and continue to try to um, pull some wins, pull some wins out at the rest of this um, this, this season and going into the SEC tournament. Yeah, no doubt. Well, I mean, you win this one if you guys can pull it off mm-hmm. Saturday. Mess around, beat Vanderbilt mm-hmm. next game. We got ourselves a win this week, Devo. I'm about that. Uh, real quick, real quick, fast and easy, man. Let's go. I like it. Well, man, good luck yes, this sir. weekend. Appreciate the time. Look forward to the podcast. Devo on three. Look for it. Uh, and we will Devo talk to you next three. week. Devo three. Man, I want to be oh, on the show. Third. Put me on one time. Can I get on there? I ain't got okay. nothing to talk hey, about. we can all we can all do it. We can all do it. We can get together. Um, we can, I'll for sure. I'll for sure be down at 
down um, towards the Little Rock area somewhere yeah. um, during the summertime. All it's right. going to be up and running by then, so we Thanks. can definitely make some podcast. It, it travels. That's awesome. I love oh, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Justin, you can come on, too. Well, I don't know if he's quite that desperate for conflict. We need to get you a studio when the season's over, Debo, too, for sure. Yeah. You know you got an open invitation. Nah, get... Okay. Okay. I, hey, hey nah, I'll come down there now. So, uh, yeah. we, well, for it. sure, we can make something happen during the summertime, for sure. Um, y'all have a great a great rest of y'all day. All right, Debo, thank you, buddy. And good I'll luck. talk thank to y'all you. next week. All right, Debo. Yes, sir. Good. Appreciate it. All right. All right. That's Debo Davis on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Debo for three. Looking forward to the podcast. That'll be good. Uh, he is. I mean, he was pretty comfortable right out of the gate. He just got such a natural energy, but I think uh, he's just gotten better and better. I'm look forward to catching the podcast. It'll be, good. be fun as to get the Mitchells on together, just talk about their journey. You know, yeah. they, you know, been to a few different schools. Mikel obviously has been to one more, but they've had an interesting journey. It'd be fun to get those guys on together. That would be yeah. an interesting. I'm interested the places they go to because you know those podcasts. Sometimes they forget. Hey, a lot of people are going to see this, and they just sometimes yeah. start saying some real stuff, and I, I like it that way. So hopefully, it gets there. There's no telling where they'll go. You mean like the zone? One hundred percent, right? Yeah. Sometimes I say some stuff, and I was like, "Ooh." That yeah. If we get a carious current on. There's no telling what'll happen. <laughs> there's we, no doubt. Can we get him in studio? Uh, I will have to get an extra dump button installed, <laughs> but sure, why not? Love that guy. Um, yeah, no doubt. Uh, you want to keep it clean, get over to Guadney Chevrolet, get you a nice, clean, easy deal, and drive away smiling. Still doing four months, no payments. Great financing options under 3% on Silverados. And if you're looking for an Equinox, they got great deals on those as well right now, around 23000 for a brand spanking new one. And we've been talking a lot about the tracks, too. You can get in the low 20s for a brand new vehicle. Who knew? That's a thing in 2024. Absolutely insane. So go by and see our friends over there, and they're going to get you top dollar on your trade-in as well. It doesn't matter what you're bringing to them. They're going to take care of you. And if you need a pre-owned vehicle, maybe you're not a Chevy fan. I don't know why. But if you're not, it's okay. they got all kinds of options outside of the Chevrolet family. So if you need something without a bow tie on it, go by and see our friends at Guadagni Chevrolet. But they got plenty of selection when it comes to different Chevrolets. Small, big, SUV, truck, doesn't matter. they got you. So go over and see them in great financing options. Best you're going to find around. At Guadney Chevrolet, they've been doing it since 1957. It's the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. I'm going to do what I want to do. Say what I want to say. Watney Chevrolet is your destination for big Chevy savings. For a limited time, get a 2024 Equinox SUV for just $22,390. Or a roomier 2024 Tahoe SUV for just $65,499. Restrictions apply. So be sure to visit WatneyChevrolet.com to learn more about these big Chevy deals. Or stop by and see us at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville for a test drive and more savings on your favorite Chevy models. Chevrolet. Together, let's drive. Connor has cash. Once again, Connor has cash at the Pickles Gap Weapon Shack in Conway. Connor will buy your used weapon, or he will buy your entire collection. Once again, Connor has cash, and he wants to buy your used weapons at the Pickles Gap Weapon Shack, Highway 65 North in Conway. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC Terms and Conditions Supply. The needs of modern businesses are always changing, but corporate cards haven't evolved in decades. Until now. Meet Ramp, the all-in-one finance platform that combines corporate cards with spend management software. Ramp is the only card designed to actually help your business spend less, not more. With Ramp, you can set custom controls to stop out-of-policy spend before it even happens. And Ramp software even does expense reports for you. No more manual entries, no more chasing receipts. And with best-in-class accounting integrations, you'll close your books in days, not weeks. Ramp gives you better insights and a real-time view of all company spend so you can stay focused on the big picture and build a healthier business. Join over 15,000 businesses who have switched to Ramp and start saving an average of 5%. Modern finance runs on Ramp. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com slash sports. That's R-A-M-P dot com slash sports. Is your Oaklawn thoroughbred racing action so close you can feel it? Or is it the view from your trackside luxury suite? However you like it, racing season is off and running at Oaklawn with live races every weekend through May 4th. It's fun by the furlong all season long. Make your reservations today at oaklawn.com. What's your Oaklawn? Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.
Hey everyone, this is Heather Baker, president and publisher of AY Media Group here in Arkansas. We publish two of the biggest and most widely read magazines in the entire state, AY Magazine and Arkansas Money and Politics. At AY and Arkansas Money and Politics, we keep you up to date on all the news you need to know and the stories you want to hear. Visit us online at aymag.com and armoneyandpolitics.com to see for yourself. Now, more than ever, it is important to be mindful of where you get your news and support your local businesses. With AY Media Group, you get the best of both worlds. Welcome back in the zone. Get into the show by texting us on the Southern Structural Solutions text line at 501-661-1037 or message us on our live fan feedback. The Zone is joined by Little Rock pitcher Jackson Wells. Wells led the country in ERA last year and has been named the 13th best pitcher in the country this year by D1 Baseball. He's brought to you by Thompson Electric. Since 1983, they've been providing innovative electrical solutions for your business. For more info, go to thompsonelectric.com or check out their Facebook or Instagram. Mama told me Brand of Moving and Storage Hotline. We are finding a way, finding a way. We are navigating the AT&T challenges that have been thrown our way. Jackson Wells joining us on the Brand of Moving and Storage Hotline. How are you? Good, sir. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Jackson, it's fun to chat after wins. It's not as much fun to chat after losses, but we're going to talk to you after both this year, and I appreciate you coming on to talk about uh, what happened last weekend, and it was good to see you guys bounce back with a win over Memphis, get to 500 on the season, 10-4. Uh, over Memphis on Tuesday with a big win um, uh, Saturday, or I guess it was Tuesday at, uh, at at home. So you guys are at home all the way through here. But let's go back to the Wichita State game. And um, you're not the only pitcher who's an All-American who did not have uh, his best stuff maybe in day one. What what happened against Wichita mm-hmm. State? You know, I think it was just a combination of a lot of things. Um, they're a new team ready to go. You know, they were confident in themselves, and they played played the game really hard, and they had a good approach at the plate. And then I just did do a good job of executing, um, especially off-speed early in the count. And then whenever you do that, every fastball in the zone looks like it's down the middle. So um, a bit of both sides going on in that. And then the next day they came out uh, ready to swing it again, and then we just did a good job as a team responding on Sunday and uh, Tuesday, uh, getting, getting the uh, record back to even on the year. So, I mean, can you take something from that, or you just sort of chalk it up as a bad outing and sort of scrap it? Do you, do you, do you learn anything from the experience? I think it's a little bit both. Um, I think it's uh, you can kind of see how easily it can turn sideways for you, but also at the same time, you know, everybody's going to have bad outings, and you can't take it take it too much into account, especially early in the year when you still got 14 weeks left in the season. You know, a lot of teams from the north like to come down south to play early in the season mm-hmm. for better weather. Wasn't particularly great last weekend from a temperature standpoint. Was that did that create any challenges as a, as a pitcher? No, not for me. It was actually quite warm on Friday, so I don't I don't have that built in excuse at all. But I think a lot of it just came down to uh, not executing pitches and then giving them uh, some free bases here and there that they uh, cashed in on the opportunities for. Go ahead, DJ. Yeah, uh, I'm just curious. What goes into a day like that? You know, I mean, everybody's going to have days where they're on fire. Then they're going to have days when they just can't get it figured out. Uh, that goes with football. A receiver just having one of those days where they're having a hard time getting out of routes, and it just seems like they're having a hard time catching the ball securely. Basketball a shooter may be off. And uh, are, are there things that kind of throughout the week that would make you feel like, oh, I'm feeling it today, or – you know, or is it just one of those days when you start pitching, it's just, it is what it is. There's really not much you can do once, you know, you kind of get started. Um, I think there's a little bit of both. I think um, going into it, I felt really good. Um, stuff-wise, it was some of the best stuff I've had. I think just execution-wise, it wasn't going well. And uh, they're on time. They're really good at being on time for a fastball, so even though my fastball velo was a little bit higher than it has been of late. Um, just a tick or two higher, but they were still ready for it. And then um, I think once they started putting some barrel on the ball and all those next hitting off-speed pitches, I think it, it just makes it tougher as a pitcher to uh, stick with the same game plan of attacking the zone. And then you start trying to get cute, and then that's whenever you walk people, and then you make mistakes down the middle, and they uh, tend to hit those pretty hard. So, 
Talking to Jackson Wells on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Uh, give me some thoughts on your offense. You guys had some some good moments in there. I know shut out on on Saturday, but uh, and then you guys obviously exploded yesterday uh, against Memphis. What or excuse me, two days ago. I keep thinking my days are screwed up because of President's Day. Sorry, but uh, just uh, yeah, kind of tell me what you saw from the offense this last week. Yeah, I think the first couple games it's always tough whenever your uh, pitchers aren't putting together solid outings. So stuff as an offense because you feel like you have to do that much more. Um, so I feel like at times you can try to get big or try to do too much. And then we were still putting really good swings on the ball. We were more good in the time we hit, especially um, on Saturday. And then on Sunday, Coach Curry's big focus for us was to just uh, go out there and play with our hair on fire and just see what happens. Mm-hmm. Their offense came out hot. I think we scored in the first inning that game. And then uh, on Tuesday against Memphis, I mean, we were just hitting the ball over the place. Um, finally got got some time with hits going in there and then we were playing more like an offense I think that we're just kind of getting back in the groove of things like as a team and then we, we kind of caught fire there the last couple of games no doubt uh, talking to Jackson Wells again on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline it's brought to you by our friends over at Thompson Electric you mentioned Nico Bombach before the mm-hmm. season about his ability and he's off to a great start batting 500 yeah. a couple homers I mean uh, kind of what we expected maybe from him yeah that's, that's nothing new to us here in Little Rock. Yeah, he's uh, that's pretty, a pretty ridiculous. Pretty, uh, yeah, go ahead. No, as I said, it's pretty ridiculous tear to start the season on. Yeah, yeah, it's a uh, it's a ridiculous stat line to start on, but it's no surprise to any of us over here. So uh, I'm sure you're chomping at the bit. You know, we were talking to Hagen Smith yesterday, and he had a tough outing in his first game, and you could tell like he was jonesing to get back on the mound as fast as possible. They're heading to Arlington for a series down there, and he could not wait to go against the top-ranked Arizona State team. i got to mm-hmm. think you're feeling the same way for Friday against Illinois State, yeah? Yeah, for sure. You know, after a bad outing, you're always looking for the next chance to prove yourself again uh, to yourself and just kind of in general. And you know how good you are, but at the same time, you still want to go out there and do it, you know what I'm saying? So there's always a little extra edge after a bad outing going into the next one. So I'm looking forward to uh, getting after it tomorrow. Well, I have all the confidence in the world that you'll bounce back and, and uh, have a good outing. And we wish you the best of luck. 3 o'clock start on Friday over at Gary Hogan Field. If you want to catch the All-American on the mound, taking, uh, taking on the Redbirds, we will have some tickets. If you want some tickets, call us up, 661-1037. We'll give away uh, some tickets to the first person that calls in. Jackson, best of luck. On, uh, I guess, tomorrow. Holy cow, we're it's bonus, yes, so. Yeah. Yeah, appreciate the time, buddy. Thank you. Good luck with your phone, yes, and uh, Thank good you. luck with Illinois State. Thank you. Yeah. Have a good one. You too. Jackson Wells, good stuff. Coming up top of the hour, and we've got the Red White Report on the other side. Arkansas women on the court tonight. Take a look at uh, the men's game against Missouri coming up this weekend as well. Stick around here in the zone. It's the Central Arkansas Karting Complex, 49 Ricky Bobby Way in Bologna. Adult, cadet, and two-seater race carts that go up to 50 miles per hour. The track has 14 turns and nearly a mile long. It's time to go racing at the Central Arkansas Karting Complex in Bologna. Tune in each week for I Didn't See That Coming on The Zone. Every Tuesday, Justin and DJ discuss those stories that cause you to raise an eyebrow. It's I Didn't See That Coming on The Zone.